Hi guys, this is Shannon Early, hostess of Nesting with the Early Birds, and you are here for episode eight. We're going to be talking about signs and symptoms of abuse, what you can do if you think you might be in one of those relationships, and what you can do if you think maybe a friend or a loved one might be in one of those as well. Thank you so much for coming back. All right, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody. So it's 11 o'clock at night, and my kids are still awake. They're in the other room, and I hear them giggling and laughing, and I've yelled at them to go to bed about four times. (laughs) And now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go work on my podcast because it's probably one of the most enjoyable things I do all day that's just for myself. And it might sound selfish to be like, it's my alone time, but it is so super duper important, moms, if you're out there. So I don't know if this is officially my thing. I mean, it feels like my thing because I love it, but I don't know, guys. I've never really been like, I need to go do this thing just for myself. And it's really easy because I can just shut the door and then I start talking And I love talking and it's not like I'm in a conversation and so I can just blabber on and it's great. Anyways, my last episode, episode seven, actually had a lot of private feedback. I'm so proud of you ladies that were able to send me messages or emails telling me about your life stories. It is so encouraging to know you're not alone, even though it sucks that you're not alone, right? Like nobody wants anybody else to have to go through abuse or to have to have a really difficult life. But when you find a community out there of people that totally understand what you're talking about in a way that nobody else really could, it is quite encouraging. So today I just wanted to share with you guys a little bit um, of what I have learned about the signs and symptoms of abuse I am still in therapy right now, and I'm actually finally going through this like abuse book with my therapist, and it is super duper difficult. Let me just tell you that. But it is also really encouraging because you get to see all these things that maybe you thought were little nuances in your personality or in your behavior, and you realize, wait a minute, this is because of this. The good news is, is like, My husband, Evan, really loves me, and he loves me just the way I am, so I guess it's good that those things happened, because otherwise I wouldn't be this person, am I right? So most of the advice that I'm going to share with you guys is actually not from the book I'm going through with my therapist. I wanted to share advice with you that you could easily just look it up yourself, just hop online and check it out yourself. And the first stuff I want to share with you is actually from the hotline.org. And that's T-H-E-H-O-T-L-I-N-E dot O-R-G. What's great about this website is that after you search it, it will even tell you, hey, remember to delete your browsing history. Or you can even fill out forms that actually dissolves in 24 hours, basically, so that there's no trace of you doing that, which is really great, especially when you're already feeling a little worried, maybe a little afraid about the fact that you're even on the website. But I just wanted to go over with you guys, just go right on in it as I have a 
Star Wars blanket on my lap and um, a messy bun. And my eyebrows look insane. As I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I'm like, girl, pluck your damn eyebrows. Anyways, I don't know if you guys ever talk to yourself in the mirror, like when you're on the phone. I used to do that all the time as a kid, like uh, whatever. You know what? That's a tangent for another day. We'll go on to that another time. Well, I wanted to remind you guys that the last time when I talked about the abusive situation I had in my relationship, I had talked about how the abuse doesn't just start overnight, you know, and how people will say like, how could you stay in that relationship and those kinds of things? It really does come on slowly. The person might even sweep you off your feet. I mean, I would hope so. Otherwise, it's like, why get in a relationship at all? But, you know, these seem like normal guys and normal girls because men can totally be abused too. But basically, I am going to be speaking from a woman's standpoint because, well, I am a woman. Well, I want to just go into it. Some common signs of abusive behavior in your partner. Some of the things will be that they'll tell you that you don't do anything right ever. So basically like you're stupid, you're a screw up, whatever, all the time. And then you just start feeling like, oh, that must be true because it is said all the time. I'm an idiot, you know? Uh, they will also show extreme jealousy of your friends, um, and when, especially if you spend time away from them. Well, girl, let me just tell you now, that's a no. That's a hard no. Don't even deal with that crap. They will do things like, they'll besides the jealousy, they'll do things like try to prevent you or discourage you from spending time with your friends, your family members, your coworkers, your peers, whatever. And you guys can remember in my other episode, I actually talked about my ex doing this all the time. And it's always some excuse. Oh, that girl's, you know, not somebody you should hang out with. Or, oh, I really miss you. Whatever it is, they're going to figure out a way to make you feel guilty for trying to even go spend time with other people. They might even say things like, well, don't I make you happy? Don't you just want to be with me? Whatever. They'll do things like insult you or demean you or shame you, but especially in front of other people. And actually, that is one of the, it's one of those memories that I have that is just so cringy and just awful and disgusting that I hardly ever talk about. I mean, it's almost easier for me to talk about how I was physically abused than it is for me to talk about the way that I was shamed in front of people like a friggin' animal. It's awful. Well, I'm going to share the story with you. We were in a blockbuster, which shows that I'm old AF, and we're in the blockbuster, and he's looking at movies, and I'm going on the other side looking at movies. Those of you that don't know, Blockbuster was this giant store, basically an indoor Netflix, and you go and you find a movie you want to rent, and they would have the walls lined up by like, this is horror, this is drama, this is comedy, whatever. So I was on the other side of the store looking at movies and I get ready to go get in the line. He's already in the line and he loses his mind at me in front of this huge line of people. It was a Friday night and if anybody remembers Blockbuster, everybody and their brother went to Blockbuster on Friday night. And so the line would be so long 
And he starts yelling at me in front of all these people about where were you? And, you know, basically like, you, I can't believe you, you know, left me here, whatever it was. I don't even remember exactly, but he lost his mind at me, treated me terribly. And it was so loud. People were staring and then they would do the, and I'd kind of like look at them and they would do the thing where they had, they'd advert their eyes and try to look busy doing something else. But you know, we didn't have cell phones. So it wasn't like they could just look down at their hands. Um, it was terrible. It was terrible for everybody involved. I'm sure, you know, seeing somebody treated like that doesn't feel good either. It's awful. And he then threw the movies at me while I was in line and stormed off and went into the truck, but told me I still needed to rent the movies myself. And so I stood there like an asshole with the movies in my hand, waiting for my turn. And then when it was my turn to check out, I started apologizing for him. That's awful. You guys, somebody that loves you is going to treat you with kindness, even when they're frustrated with you. There is a love behind it. They will never shame you like that ever, ever, ever. That was just horrid. So on one hand, it's like, oh, okay, they all do this. All abusive people will do this at some point. And on the other hand, it's like, dang, there are so many people treating people this way that there is a list of typical behaviors. Like that is crumbs. So they will also do things like control your finances in the household. So they won't talk to you about it. It's not like they control it because you're like, babe, I have a real hard time buying purses. They control it as in you have zero say in the money. They're not going to talk to you about anything. If they purchase anything, they're not going to, you know, confer with you about it. They even might take your money, you guys, or they might even refuse to provide money for things that are necessary, like tampons. Nope, not going to give it to you. Just they love leaving you in these awful lurches, these situations that they wouldn't treat. I mean, just terrible, you guys. And this happened to me too. It would be things like you have X amount of money to spend at the grocery store. And then he'd give me this list that was absolutely, no, there's no way I could do it. It was just like, they love setting you up for failure because they want you to feel so small. It's so stupid. It is so stupid. They will also pressure people to perform sexual acts that they're not comfortable with. So I'm not having, this is not a commentary on sexual practices in the American household. It's nothing like that. What I'm saying is, if you are in sexual acts with your significant other and you both are consenting and you're cool with it, that's whatevs. Not to mention, in a Christian standpoint, being intimate with your spouse is a super great thing. You know, like God created lust for a reason, guys. It's so that we could multiply, but also spend time with each other. It can be such a reaffirming thing with each other. And it can be such, um, it could be something that can be used to really build each other up and strengthen your relationship and all of that. That is 0% of what I'm talking about here. What I'm saying is they will ask you to do things or make you do things that they know you do not like or that make you uncomfortable. Just awful. Just awful. Another sign of an abuser is that they may pressure you to use drugs or alcohol, which sounds crazy, but 
they will literally ply you with alcohol, perhaps to rape you or ply you with alcohol and drugs, knowing that when they get drunk or high, they're going to beat the crap out of you and then be able to blame it on the alcohol or whatever. And also, it's so that you can feel out of control. They love it when you are not in any kind of control at all. They want to constantly scare you and intimidate you and just let you know that you are nothing, which, by the way, is totally not true. You are worth so much. You are beautiful and you are deserving of so much more. And I just want you to know that if any of you guys are listening out there that is going through anything like this, they might also intimidate you through threatening looks or actions. Uh, So, you know, technically it's not physical abuse or sexual abuse, but guess what guys it is. Uh, For instance, the one ex that used to rape me actually drove up the wrong side of a highway exit ramp to scare me into not breaking up with them. So I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but let's pretend you're on a highway and you exit to get on the road, the off-ramp. That's the word. He literally drove me up an off-ramp into oncoming traffic and screamed at me that he would kill us both unless I stayed with him. Let me ask you something, guys. Do you think that that puts the girl in a really good position to make, you know, rational decisions? Come on. But he didn't hit me, right? So that's not physically abusive, right? Mm. They will also, like, insult your parenting skills. Tell you that you're a horrible mother, horrible wife, whatever it is. Just insult you all day long. They might even threaten to harm or take away your kids. You know, um, it even says that they can harm to take away your children or pets, which I shared in episode seven is exactly what my ex did. He would routinely threaten to beat my dog. He had kicked her when she was only a five pound puppy. I mean, awful human, awful, awful. And then you look at this and it's like, oh, wait a minute, this is normal. What the hell? They'll do things like this. They will destroy your belongings or destroy your home. So maybe there's people, you know, that are angry with you. And so they break your stuff. One time my ex was mad at me because I ran up a cell phone bill, which actually really wasn't my fault. He kept calling and calling and calling and would not stop. And I was on a family vacation in another state and he called incessantly which also, I'm going to get into this later, but that is a sign that one of your friends may be in an abusive relationship, is that they have to consistently check in with their partner or that their partner is constantly checking in with them. That's a huge red flag, guys. But anyways, the cell phone bill went high and he was so mad that he punched a dent into the front left of my car. The dent was so large that at first people didn't believe when I said what it was from. And my dad even helped me get the dent out. 
which you might say like, wait a minute, he knew that this guy was punching your car and didn't do anything. But actually what my dad did was the best thing he could. Because the more you learn about women that are abused or men that abused is that their autonomy is stripped away. And so I know that as a friend or a loved one, you might want to help that person by saving them from that relationship or stealing them away. But actually, if you do that, it takes away another level of their autonomy. They need to make the choice themselves, guys, which is really hard, I'm sure, to sit back and watch that happen. They need to decide what's right for them. And some people are never going to leave their abusers. Some people just won't do it. And it's not their fault. It's just they need to make the decision themselves. So I know as much as you want to be the hero, because nobody wants to see somebody suffer like that, it can actually drive them deeper into that relationship. Really, the best thing that you can do is, is be a friend, you know, support that person and their decisions. Whatever their decisions are, just support them. Don't talk about that asshole of a person that they're with. They have to deal thinking about that person all day long. Talk about them. For anybody that's listening that might be in an abusive relationship, or you might think that you're in an abusive relationship, which by the way, if you think you are, you probably are. I wanted to give you guys the phone number for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. It is 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 1-800-799-7233. And remember, if you call them, try to maybe call from a friend's house or somewhere else that you feel safe. You don't want this phone call to be interrupted. And if you're in an emergency, remember to always call 911. All right, guys, so you might be thinking, okay, I get it. You're telling me of all these signs of abuse, but what do I do if I think somebody that I know is being abused? Like, what are some signs? Well, you can keep an eye out for things like excuses for injuries. Are they always saying, oh, I'm just so clumsy? Take a peek at their personality changes. Like, for instance, if somebody is normally confident, like they were always confident, and now they have really low self-esteem, that is a huge red flag. Like I said earlier, constantly checking in with their partner. No, no, no. That's that's a really big deal. If they never have any of uh, their own money on hand, that is an issue. If they're overly worried about pleasing their partner, I'm talking about overly worried. Like all of us should be worried as in we should all desire to please our partner. I'm talking overly worried about pleasing their partner. If they skip out on work, school, or social outings for no clear reason, or if they wear clothes that don't fit the season, like long sleeves in the summertime to cover up bruises. These are all huge red flags, guys, that as friends of these people, you can see them and know, hey, wait a minute, something might be wrong here. Right. So as far as an action point goes here, guys, all I can say is to support 
your friends or loved ones that you think might be in an abusive relationship, keep your eyes open. If you ever witness somebody that is being in an abusive relationship, this era of cell phones is amazing. Whip that sucker out. It is completely non-confrontational. You're not going up to the person. You're not interfering. Whip it out and start recording. If you feel like you're in a crowd of people and the crowd of people are watching, then there is strength in numbers. That is when you should maybe interfere verbally or physically if needed. But remember, you do need to take your own safety into consideration as well. If you are in an abusive relationship, there are a couple things that you can do. First of all, it's really good to make a safety plan. Again, you can download or print a safety plan off of the hotline.org. But one of the big things with a safety plan really is where will you go? Who will you stay with? Make sure that you can hide a set of your car keys somewhere. Have an extra bag, basically a bug out bag, a a go bag when stuff is just you're done. And in that bag, make sure you pack a set of keys for the car, some extra clothing. And if it's for your children as well, make sure you pack clothing for them too. Even like a stuffy, some kind of toy or animal that will make them feel safe and comfortable in this kind of situation. Make sure that you pack important papers, things like birth certificates, wedding certificates, deeds to the house, social security cards, medical records, anything that you wouldn't know that information off the top of your head unless it was physically in your hand and anything that you would need a hard copy proof of for anything to get anything done. Make sure that you can maybe stow away some money Even if you can't do it all at once, slowly and surely put money aside in this special bag. Also, make sure that you have enough additional medicine in case something happens so that you're able to leave immediately and that you don't have to worry about anything like kids' medicine or your antidepressants, whatever it is there. And remember, you can even keep it at a friend's house. You can still tell a friend that you are in an abusive relationship without saying that you're ready to leave. It's okay to talk about it, and you should. It's understandable that you still might love the person, even if they're abusive, but you are also important, and you should never be treated this way. Nobody ever deserves to be treated this way. You are a creation of God. God thinks that you are beautiful, and he thinks that all life is beautiful. You were literally made in the image of God. Remember that. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of Nesting with the Early Birds. I am so appreciative of this time I had with you. And I'm also very thankful that I have the opportunity to share these really big things that go on in so many people's lives. If you or a loved one are in an abusive relationship, remember that you can always call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at one 800 799-7233 or 1-800-799-SAFE and they will be able to hook you up with a caseworker and you guys can make a game plan together or vent together or just talk about what you are going through with somebody that will completely not judge you in any kind of way. All 
All right, guys, remember that you can share this with anybody that you think might benefit from hearing about the signs or symptoms of abuse. And remember that you can also follow us on Facebook at our public group site, which is Nesting with the Early Birds. Or you can even feel free to send me an email at nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com. Thank you so much. And remember, God totally loves you.